People can take everything away from you, but they can never take away your truth. But the question is, can you handle mine? <sighs> Being a celebrity is exhausting sometimes. Welcome back to a new episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but the podcast where we dissect this week's headlines and give you our in-depth and unsolicited opinions. I'm your host, Aaliyah. And I'm your other host, Dara. Welcome back. Have you? Do you want to see any movies lately, or have you, have you seen any new movies lately? Um, I've seen a lot of celebrities promoting new movies. Mm, Whether yep. I want to see them or not is still TBD. TBD. Yeah. What have we been saying? Um. Well, Angelina Jolie is back Angelina in the past junkets, and she is freaking out. Because she does not want people asking her any questions about anything other than... Well, she hates to have to do this. Yes. And I know it's a hard life, I'm sure, yeah. to have to go on press junkets and Comic-Con and talk to E! News Daily Pop or whatever. That's not even the... Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think any celebrity loves talking to Daily Pop. No. But, like, Angelina Jolie, like, is freaking out when she's on the side of The View. Yeah. Like, she's like, get Joy away from me. Like, <laughs> she, like, everyone makes her feel uncomfortable. <laughs> But yeah, she's always so weird. When she was promoting her new movie, The Eternals. Uh, new she, Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. The call came. The call came. She answered. And she was ready and willing to answer. Well, what I thought was interesting is when she was promoting it, she revealed what I think explains a lot about the Marvel movie making process. Um, she was promoting her new film and she was talking about what drew her to it and revealed that when she showed up to set to start rehearsing, she had no clue what character she was going to play, much, nope. much less what movie she was going to be in. Angelina, when you got the call for this Marvel movie, were you like, wait, wait, what? Because this is like an actor's dream. Well, it doesn't come like that. You get a call that it's Marvel, and then you wonder if you're a voice or a raccoon or a what. And then you get brought in. And then you don't understand what the images are on the walls or what the map of civilization was with candy on it, which is what I saw. But for this one, they explained to me what this once all white Eternals was, was now going to be a family that like properly represented the world we live in. And for that, I said, I don't care the size of my role or what it is. I just want to back that family. I love you like you're like, I'll be a talking roll of toilet paper I, at this point. I maybe not that. <laughs> yeah, but I wanted to see this family on screen. So we all joined having not read the script. <laughs> like the interviewer asked her, they were like, this has to be like a dream come true for you to get this call to be in the attorney. I mean, first of all, like, okay, I first know. All, let me stop you right Yeah, there. I know he's got a job to do too, but what? Angelina Jolie jo dream is to be Angelina Jolie. Yeah, and she's so living dream it. Accomplish. Dream come true. Like a dream come true. Like literally, what are you talking about? Yeah. And he was like, it must be a dream come true. You get the call. You're going to be in the Eternals. And she literally was like, well, that's actually not how it happens. So let me break it down for you since you will never get a call from Marvel. This is what happens. She's like, they literally called me and asked me if I wanted to be in a Marvel movie. And, and she agreed. Yeah. No script. She she admitted to not reading this to not reading a script. Yeah. I doubt there was a script even for her to read. But they're just like, so we've got this penciled in um, for October 20, 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think you'll be free? Uh, she's like, yeah. I mean, all I've got going right now is this an ugly uh, divorce uh, battle I'm in with uh, Bradley. <laughs> exactly. So I think I can squeeze some time in. Let me just take Maddox back to school in South Korea. Yeah, actually, right he doesn't. There. He doesn't let me visit anymore. He thinks he's too cool for me. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I had no idea if I was gonna be a voice, a horse, a raccoon, a raccoon. shade at Bradley Cooper, and I just signed on because I knew that they wanted to create what was previously an all-white story 
in the Eternals and make mm-hmm. it like a d- diverse cast. And she was like, I'm on for supporting like what our world like really looks like. Amen. Amen. I believe that's true. Like that's like what her family looks like. I'm sure that really did excite yeah. her. That prospect like good for you. But the idea of agreeing to be in a movie when you have no idea the script or even really what the movie is going to be. And, you know, it wasn't even one of those things where it was like, you know, I didn't read the script, but I heard so-and-so was involved. I heard uh, X, Y, and Z was directing. Right. Bubba Ba was going to be the writer. And I just knew I had to yeah. be a part of it. She didn't say any of that. No. She said when she was on set that she's like, I didn't even know what the set like meant. Yeah. They had to explain to her what what was going like on. Like what what world they were going to be in. Yeah. And she was like, oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Why not? We can do that. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> They're like, yeah. It's just like. And she admitted, did you say this part? How no one had read the yeah. script. She said we all agreed. And like she is like. I love that you keep using the word admitted because right, you're like, this I know. Is, no, because it's true. She it's volunteer, like, volunteered she is, this information. She's volunteering this information because she thinks it sounds good. Yeah. And like, she's doing this press junket with Selma Hayek and Selma is being such a good wing woman. She's yeah. like, absolutely. We were so thrilled when she came on, which is like, of course, sweet. And Selma Hayek is so adorable. Is. Like, oh my God. Um, she's like, we were so excited. Like the prettiest girl in the world wanted to work with us. I'm just like, oh my God. Okay. Am I, um, seeing things and maybe I'm just like drinking the Kool-Aid. I thought like when she said that and, uh, Andrew and Drew like look, look down like sheepishly. It was actually really cute. I think I actually did see her blush, but, um, I might just be totally, uh, and you thought you saw yeah. Angelina Jolie blushing. Yeah. I had someone calling her pretty, which she's heard about a bajillion times. Yeah. Getting called pretty never gets old. Getting called pretty never gets old. And I would argue getting called pretty by Selma Hayek is a little different. Yeah, that's true. It lands a little different. That's true. Because she's calling her the prettiest girl in the world from the prettiest girl in the world. I mean, aw, shucks. Yeah. Yeah, no, they were cute. But yeah, she was like, we all agreed sight unseen because I think they agreed to pay me around 10 or $12 million. I'm honestly not sure which one. Yeah, you know. And if it's good, great. If it's not, I don't give a shit. And life will move on. Move on. The world will keep spinning. But I don't know if you read the press, but these lawyer bills aren't paying themselves. No, they are not. And again, like I said, Maddox goes to school in South Korea. Yeah. So that can't be. That's not cheap. <laughs> Airfare alone. God. Maybe even once to come home on the holidays. Oh, yeah, I have to see his papa. Um, but yeah, and it's just like it's just funny because we've already established that Angela and Dolly like is working for um, money and not exactly for <laughs> creative fulfillment, which Correct. is fine. I mean, who amongst us? Am yeah, I right? The way you said that was so funny. She's working for money. Like, that's I how know. everyone Why works. Why don't you love what you do and do what you love? I would say she works for large amounts. Right. A, yeah. A large dollar yeah. amount. And it's just like, I think like, like Angela and Jolie, even though... Uh, I personally don't think she's like that great of an actress. You've made that very, with, with very a few well. You exceptions. Of no, the, um, you, you honestly even convinced me. Yeah. Like I've honestly like from me thinking that she was like a great thespian, you kind of took me down yeah. her catalog and I, yeah, I had to agree. Okay. Yeah. But, um, you know, girl interrupted love, yes. you know, iconic. I've actually never seen it all the way through. Oh, wow. Iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you that when we were watching the Britney Murphy doc. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've never yeah. seen it all the way oh, through. Yeah, we should watch it. I would yeah, watch it again. Done. I mean, I haven't watched it in years. I mean, since my Tumblr days. Mm. So I don't know, actually, honestly, how how it holds up. Well, yeah, I feel like I was probably in college, to be fair. Is Girl Interrupted the to writer? girls on Tumblr what Fight oh. Club is to boys yeah. on Tumblr? Oh, my God. Great. Yes. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. That makes me want to watch it less, mm-hmm. but I still feel like it's a movie in our lexicon that I should like. It's definitely know. like 2021, probably going to be very cringe in mm-hmm. some parts, but it's also kind of good. Like what the, I don't like Fight Club, but it was, I guess, somewhat enjoyable to just finally see those quotes in, right. in actual context and see what it was all what about. What we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's why it's like kind of cool to see Girl and Trot, but just like, this classic movie with all these quotes and like, you know, Winona Ryder also yeah. at her prime. I feel like it's one of those movies you should see because it's a movie you should have an opinion on. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I can make one and up, but. Yeah, but. But then, you know, this girl goes around calling Bob Dylan a hack. She hasn't listened to a Bob Dylan song in her life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I said that uh, at I a dinner party a while back. Room full of white people. It did not go over well. Nope, didn't land. Didn't. No, nope, it did not. I, I ha- said it again, though. I had to. Uh, I had to say sh- sh- it's okay. She's with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't. Uh, yeah. yeah. He and, is. He's a hack. <laughs> um. Anyway, but Angela Jolie is like. What I was gonna say. Oh, she's like. Even though I don't think that she is like the greatest actress. Mm-hmm. She's because she takes herself so seriously. And yeah. Girl, I feel you. As do I. Yeah. Um, she gets to be in this like serious actors category, hundred percent. And it's funny to think that like, okay, I know some people will really argue with us because there's a lot of love for um Marvel movies, and some people will argue that they're actually good. I don't know. Yeah, they're not. They're yeah. unwatchable. But they do manage to get not manage. They throw them a lot of money. Yeah. But <laughs> somehow, somehow, actually good actors. Yes. Who get to keep their like credibility and just like go make a bajillion dollars and do like a Marvel movie. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, a famously a one who does a one for them, one for me. Yeah. You know, he was in the sequel of Spider-Man. He's like, I will not sign up for any more than just one. Well, that's how I imagine the way that Angelina yeah. Jolie described getting the Marvel call. Yeah. And when she was like, no, that's not how it works. What happens is they call you mm-hmm. and they ask you first question they ask is if you is do you want to join the Marvel universe? Yeah. Not for this film, not for this role, not they that's what she, I mean, if they're asking that to Angelina Jolie, I'm assuming that's pretty much the standard question. Not right. First, we're right. just going to like I imagine make you climb on board. I imagine there's a list of people who have a um, special phone in their ha- house mm-hmm. and they would just wait for it to ring. Yeah. And it actually doesn't quite ring as much as it goes, ka-ching, ka-ching, mm-hmm. ka-ching. You and finally you, got the call. And you got the call, baby. I feel like that is what actors say to themselves, like Marvel called. Marvel called. Oh, you're going to be in a movie? We've been waiting for it and we got it. We got Marvel yeah. called. Yeah. When did you start filming? I don't know. I don't they know. don't even know what movie they're doing yet, but I told them I... Yeah. Yeah. I move everything. I'm blocking out all of 2021. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Oh my God. Literally. And so I feel like with something like Jake Gyllenhaal, where he played the villain in Spider-Man 2, yeah. and I'm pretty sure he like gets killed off. And I just like, that was so final. Like he got yeah. $15 million. He's in the Marvel universe now, mm-hmm. but now he like will never be back. Yeah. And it's like, they called him and his people were like, we're down, but Jake only wants one picture. Yeah. He wants a one and done situation. Yeah. So like villain, hero, I lover <laughs> will be like, there. Uh, they were like, I know you guys haven't written the script yet. So yeah, just write that in. Yeah. Um, tell your script supervisor. We need new drafts. Yeah. 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 He's got a hard out after I seven mean, weeks of filming. Yeah. And they just do it. They, they like Gwyneth Paltrow didn't even know she was in a Spider-Man movie. Seriously. Legitimately. She was like playing like, what was that? Well, oh, she was like doing she some admits. like cooking show with that, um, that John F- Farva. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that how you say his last name? Because yeah, so. he like directs some of the Tony, uh, uh, yeah. the Tony Hawk. What are those <laughs> movies called? Iron Man. Iron Man. Tony yeah. Stark. Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he directs some of those movies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like doing some like cooking thing at his house, and he brings up how she's in Spider Man too, and she literally double backs it's at so him funny and looks at him and she goes i wasn't in spider-man 2 and she like f- like keeps like, she says per- it with conviction yeah. and she doesn't drop it yeah and he's like yes, yes you, you were she, he's like she, oh my god there are cameras his mics are on jesus christ and it's because she filmed like two scenes in yeah. spider-man 2 where she plays like the character that she's in mm-hmm. iron man it's called yeah. crossover and <laughs> chicago fire chicago pd they do it the best <laughs> um and she didn't even remember it. Yeah. She didn't even know probably when she was on set that day that she was on Spider-Man set. 100%. She's like, whatever. Like, uh, I don't care yeah. where this mo- ends up. <laughs> the check's already cleared. The check's already cleared. Like, she it's didn't straight- know she was in a movie. It's going straight into And that's group. exactly what could have happened to Angela and Jolie. Yeah. She'll, like, be in Avengers. And she's like, I wasn't in Avengers. Yes, she, she were. been in Thor. And she- yeah. They probably do that. They had them film, like, so Yeah. Many so many scenes that, like. And they're like, okay, maybe we can fit this in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um yeah it's crazy that how many like oscar winners there Scarlett are Scarlett johansson i think she was definitely and sh- sh- i mean she should have done the jake gyllenhaal thing but maybe she had some more money to make yeah she hates those things and like does not want to be in them anymore then what? i don't 
she she hates them. She's suing Disney. Well, she's suing Disney because they fucked with her money. Yeah, I Not know. Because she hates being but in those movies. Well, Black Widow's the last one. She's only doing one Black Widow. Oh, okay. She's only, I didn't know. Yeah, that. I don't think she's gonna be in the Avengers anymore either. But she was in like a million yes, Avengers. She was. She Has was. she talked about hating those movies? It's like a known thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Why do people think that? Well, because for her, I feel like it's like she wants to make all this money, but like she also wants to like claim to be this like serious actor. So like she wants to just like go now that she's made all this money from mm-hmm. yeah, like the three Avengers and That's, now Black Widow. It's been more than three Avengers. Yeah. I know. I know. She's been in these films since like 2009. Yeah. This is, it honestly went from Scarlett Johansson breakout role with Bill Murray uh woody allen muse right to black widow it yeah. was like it i remember like when marvel whole story mm-hmm. i was like oh that's kind of weird that scarlett johansson yeah. then, not knowing what kind of mammoth you know movement right. marvel was going to become and i and maybe and i'm that's sure she's done other films she has yeah i mean but i, think I she's can't done think her since then oh yeah and i guess she was in marriage story yeah you should be mad i had a laugh with her Dara also hasn't seen Marriage Story. She doesn't know any of the quotes. I haven't seen Marriage Story. I'm never going to see Marriage We're Story. We're going to watch Marriage Story The tonight. idea of Adam Driver, Noah Baumbach, and Scarlett Johansson involved in anything together makes me want to take a knife into my eye and twist. Reenacting uh, Noah Baumbach leaving, leaving his, his wife. wife. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no thanks. That's going to be a hard no The for one me. and only, the beautiful Jennifer Jason Lee. How yeah. could you ever? Less for the other beautiful and talented Greta Gerwig. I it's mean, like, the, is the this only man, villain is Noah. Is this man really worth it no. for these women? Oh, my God. I'll answer it for you really quickly. It's like no one's ready to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we've been talking about Marvel for Longer than too, I'd like. Too, too much. Okay. Um, what else is going on? Moving on. Just filming. We were actually doing it when we were filming Spider-Man. That was the first time. We just brought a film crew with us down to Atlanta, and we cooked at the Optimist. Spider-Man? Well, yeah, we were in Spider-Man together. Remember we were on Spider-Man? We weren't in Spider-Man. Yes, we we were. Homecoming. You were in Spider-Man. No. Yeah. I was in Avengers. No, you were in Spider-Man also. It's become... Remember Spider-Man at the end, and, and and, and... Tom Holland's there, and you're going to walk out and do a press conference. I give you the ring. Yes. That was Spider Man. That was Spider Man? Okay. What is going on is that Olivia Munn and John Mulaney are giving me a freaking panic attack. No, they are giving me a panic attack. This is what I. Anytime I see a headline about them, I just have more and more questions. Like, I need to know what's going on. This is possibly the most interesting love triangle since I'm going to say it, Brad. Jennifer and Angelina. And now we say it. And now we say it. It is what's going on. Okay. So the latest update is that. Is that Us Weekly is well, reporting. Sorry. Sorry. Well, that is the latest update. We're, yes, you're right. But I was gonna, we got to catch. We gotta, the, the, well, the recap what you want to do is catch people up. I wanna, I'll let I'm you all, catch people up. I'm always trying to catch people up. Where we left off, I will not give you the full update. Yeah, if you want the full to, update, like, really give you go you back details. to the episode. You give us the stream. I'm yeah. not giving you a shortcut. Yeah. Give us the stream, the subscribe, the like, all of that. Okay. Uh, where we left off was that he was on Seth Meyers. Mm-hmm. Uh, very uh, stoically, semi-happy-ish. Um, talking about how he has a new love of his in his life and how, you know, he's recovering and it's been a long journey and that now him and his new love are having a baby Mm -hmm. and it's really good. And he's ready to be a father and it's going to be great. Yeah, it's not. It's dark. It's so dark. It's and really dark. I know we don't want to give them shortcuts, but we did clarify in the last episode yeah. that we talked about him that John Mulaney made not wanting children like part of his personality. Yes. Just so like everyone's kind of clear on like why there's an added layer mm-hmm. of like WTF. Yeah. It's because like I've since the news broke of this scandal have watched two of his stand-up specials on Netflix. Wow. Really? Because I figured if I was going to be tearing this man's life apart. Yeah. I wanted to know the man behind the mask. Mm-hmm. So I said, let I me need to watch the newest one. Yeah. Is the newest one Kid Gorgeous? Yeah. Okay. That one's yeah. really funny, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this little, like, hanging thing. Oh, uh, okay. Um, 
And in both of those stand-up specials, he makes a point to talk about that him and his wife don't want kids. Wow. So that's, I just like want people to know that. Yeah. Like that's why the fact that he divorces his wife of yeah. 10, 11 years and before the ink is even dry, immediately has a woman that we didn't even know no, he, he was, was seen. Yeah. Is pregnant is why people are so like, what What's is going, going on? on? Yeah. So now we are one month out from that declaration on Seth Meyers. One month out from announcing. Yeah. That him and Olivia are pregnant together. Rumors are swirling that they have now broken up. Which makes me feel like yeah. they were never together. Yeah. Not in any way. Don't re- you think? Not in any real way. Not in any way that a lay person would consider two people ha- who are about to have a child are together. Yeah. 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 No, I agree with you. Yeah. Because I just don't think that if um, four weeks ago you were announcing and happy about your girlfriend being pregnant yeah. that four weeks later you don't want to be up. right talking about how she's okay like okay we got to break it down because there's yeah. so there's these three parts and they're all kind of mashing together to make this fucked up dark ass story um so you have john mulaney yes who since we've known him and like he's been in the public eye Oh my god! I'm so sorry. Our chicken. One second. Recovery. He's yeah. not even a year sober, and like his priority needs to be himself. Yeah. And now he has to take care of a baby, mm-hmm. a human child, a ba- baby child. Yeah. Human, human child, baby. Mm-hmm. And and now it's also attached to this public new girlfriend that mm-hmm. he. Doesn't, doesn't really know. Doesn't really know. I mean, I was like. saying Olivia and John still have to decide what kind of future they're going to have together, if any. Yeah. And that to me I'd also. I'd say you guys should decide that. Yeah. And that to me also sounds like, oh, they're, they're going to go forward, co-parent and make this work. And they had nothing but respect for each other. Yeah. This sounds to me like he's like, shit, what have I gotten myself into? Yeah. This is now a mistake mistake the baby's not listening a choice okay thank god <laughs> um a choice that i cannot undo and i know i'll right. have to deal with forever how involved and how much like contact am i gonna have or how much am i gonna have to deal with olivia munn now for the rest of my life or for at least the next 18 years at least the next 18 years i feel like he very much intentionally got olivia munn pregnant what yeah I think everything that I'm looking at, the timeline, the context, the way in which he espoused to love his ex-wife. Yeah. To me, this looks like a man mm-hmm. who wanted to draw a line hard in the sand. Yeah. Between a woman, Anna, his ex-wife, yeah. who he was with for 12 years. Yeah. Who they had incredible bond. He wanted to draw a line in the sand so severe and so painful to her. To let her know that now I am closer to a woman than we ever were. And it happened like that because I got her pregnant. Yeah. And now we have something. Because, you know, he leaves her. She's like, okay, well, he's not going to go find another wife. Right. And he shows her, no, I can replace our life together this quickly. Yeah. And that's dark. And that's hurt people hurt people. But I think to me it looks very intentional. I don't think that he just accident like that he just happened to get yeah. Olivia Munn pregnant. That is dark and it's so much sadder. Yeah. Because it, to me, it kind of like reads as like someone who, because he was like dealing with these uh, substance uh, issues, felt how sometimes people feel when they're like depressed is that like you feel unworthy, you feel unlovable. And when you have someone good in your life, you, yeah. you want to push them away because you don't feel like you can deserve you deserve it or you can be the person that they should be with yeah and it feels like yeah he pushed her away pushed her out of his life uh and did something so bad uh, to make sure she could never come back yeah mm-hmm. i think that's and what it, it sabotaged like. to sabotage yeah, he himself, sabotaged himself which is i mean yeah like as kind of I was like I was thinking like Seth Myers who seems like a really good friend like yeah 
has to be watching this as he's having him on his show and being and gotta be thinking what oh is this my, guy doing yeah yeah we are not getting better we are only yeah he's like i'm happy i got him into things rehab. get worse before they get better yeah yeah that's really what it feels like right now well, on the other side, Anna, his ex-wife, seems to be doing great. She does. She seems to be thriving right now. What I'm really loving is that she's making, like, a lot of really cute t- TikToks. Yeah. And there's, like, really cute things of her, like, putting on, like, a duvet cover on her comforter or showing, like, the best way to put, like, butter on toast. Yeah. And I just really appreciate that even if it's very subtle the shift in the media's mm. narrative for what a woman's look life looks like after she gets left yeah. by her husband yeah and i just feel like she that anna's really getting a hero's arc yeah that i don't think would have been even possible not even 10 years in the ago. media 10 years ago yeah and so i really like that i really like that anna has a fan base based off the idea that yeah. like she is not a loser yeah yeah that like, and then if anyone looks crazy, it's John and Olivia, yeah. not Anna. Anna didn't do anything. A hundred percent. And I also think that it's a sunny side of social media that yeah. she's able to make these cute TikToks and control the narrative of uh-huh. like, oh, you think I'm this or that? Well, I'll show you. Yeah. Even, you know, obviously TikToks and social media are very contrived mm-hmm. things. I'm not saying that or not, but it allows people the ability to control what stories are told about yeah. them. And I think that that I I just like seeing yeah. that in the media yeah. that she's like you know she's less famous than John and Olivia so it'd be very yeah. easy for her voice to get quashed in this whole story and just like even the optics of like yeah the, like Olivia Munn is this like quote-unquote sex symbol and she's just just this like artist like kind of like Anna's just like an artist yeah mm-hmm. Anna's an artist yeah she yeah. Could easily just like Look like the dorky girl versus like the cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, gosh, now it's like, where does that put Olivia Munn? Like, this well, woman. And, and in this story, I don't want to do the opposite. No. And like, yes. villainize Olivia. No. Of course not. The villain in the story is John. No, I'm kidding. I'm a, yeah. well, no. Get it? We all have our demons. Yeah. Um, there's some stories where we're heroes and there's some stories where we're villains. True. And that's life. Yeah. But, I'm the hero in every story. <laughs> Uh, I'm the anti-hero. Oh, oh I want to. I nope, wish I had nope. that. It, I want to be the it. anti-hero. Called it. Um, but also, like, where does this put Olivia? And like, just in terms of her life, like this woman mm. publicly was lusting after John Mulaney <laughs> when he, yeah, come uh, on, like, like when he had a wife. Talk, like he even referenced their first meeting at Seth Meyers' wedding on the Seth Meyers show. When he had his wife, and he just doesn't mention the fact that he first met her when he was still married. Yeah. And how she chased him around the wedding. The, the wedding reception. Because she was just had this big crush on him. Yeah. Okay, so that's weird. Mm-hmm. Then she, in other interviews, she talks about like him being kind of her celebrity crush. Yeah. When he first went to rehab, she tweeted uh, the tweet heard around the world, rooting for you, John Mulaney. Yep. Like, you got this. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then suddenly, okay. out, out of nowhere, she's, she's having his seed. Yeah, and now he's now they're broken up. I think that she was like best case scenario. I have a child, and we raise it together as a family, and yeah. it's great. Worst case scenario, I don't. I can raise this baby by myself. Yeah, and that'll be that. Yeah. And I'll move on. Yeah. I I mean, to me, that looks like the amount of thought put into this. Definitely. I would say those two sentences. Yes. That's about as much thought that they both put into this. Yeah. And I got to ask now also, what are the odds that he's called Anna now? Oh, he's called Anna several times. Several times. Her TikToks. And I love this for her. She has the energy of a woman who's been left by her husband who came calling back be quickly there. yeah yeah and she opened the door and said i told you uh-huh i just told you you'd miss me as soon as the thrill expired oh and you'd be standing in my front porch like oh damn oh damn <laughs> exactly taylor don't speak nothing but truth no, nothing but true she said it that's the energy she has yeah and good for you i hope you're happy and healthy yeah yeah wow wow 
Yeah. And I think she even said to him probably like, you know what? There was a world where maybe I could have taken you back Mm -hmm. after this incredibly hurtful and painful betrayal. But you have drawn that line at the end, that line that you have mentioned. Mm -hmm. And now there's no going back. Because another reason why I think it's so significant that he chose to have a child with Olivia, because I think that because he was so vocal about not wanting children and how they also, both didn't want and I was children. Just gonna say, the way he spoke about this, it wasn't like Anna was like some long suffering wife yeah, no, no, no. who wanted children and was just like waiting for her husband to be ready. Yeah. The way he spoke about it was very healthy. Yes. We don't want children. It was very much that they are so obsessed with themselves. Yeah, they love their Petunia. life. And I think even at one point in one of his earlier stand-ups, he says, we don't know. And this was like not in Kid Gorgeous. This is the, one of the earlier stand-ups that uh-huh. I watched. He even phrased that we aren't sure if we want to have kids yet or not. Yeah. But he then talked about all the positives of not of like their life right now yeah. as is. Yeah. So it's also like, I would venture to say people who say they don't want kids, they don't want kids. I don't think that that means like, oh my you God, if you have kids, like liar, yeah. like liar. Like no, people like change their mind. Um, but I think that as someone who talked about how much they didn't want kids, I think she knows what a big deal it mm-hmm. means for him to just go off and now he's having a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like this isn't like a guy who's never spoke one way or the other. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, sh- shit. Or he got was like, who knew he was going to have kids, but like it just happened maybe earlier than he expected. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's like, so she has to be looking at him and is like, what? Who are you? Who are you for the past 14 years? Yeah. yeah. Gosh. Or like, you know, maybe he, he's like, who knows? Like, but I'm sure that he has had some very poignant things about like, maybe like if I ever do want to have kids, I want it to be with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's things that I'm sure she was just like, whoa, like whiplash. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well. I, I look forward to the like uh, the Instagram announcement of their like official yeah breakup. Uh, and how they're officially going to co-parent and yes. never see each other again. Yeah. yeah. And go through lawyers for the rest of their life. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. on oh man next big story okay another dark one we gotta get serious this is really crazy okay and really sad news um alec baldwin killed a woman on the set of his latest film so if you haven't heard last thursday um alec baldwin fired a gun that had live ammunition on the set of his latest film the bullet subsequently struck the cinematographer Hyla Hutchins and the director Joel Souza in the chest and shoulders. The director Joel survived. Hyla Hutchins died en route to a New Mexico hospital and was pronounced dead on the scene. So right now, first off, for me, when I first read that, I was like, wait, there are real guns and bullets on set? Yeah. What? Like, I think that's been everyone's reaction. Yeah. Like, it's a movie. It's a, y'all are playing pretend. Yeah. Why do you have real guns? It's You're not really killing anyone. It's not real. Like, I can't explain pretend for you. <laughs> um, the director, Joel, says that besides Alec Baldwin, there were only two other people handling the guns for this particular scene. The two people who handled the guns were the armorer, on the set and an armorer is a person on a movie set that's in charge of all the guns real and prop Um, her name is Hannah Gutierrez Reed and the assistant director David Halls so those are the two people that were handling the guns from that particular scene David Halls is the person who who was the last person to hand Alec the gun and then yelled cold gun on set and what's a cold gun? A cold. So I actually had to look that up, and it's so when we say cold gun, yeah, we mean completely empty. Okay. There's no blanks. There's no pegs. Wow. There's no, it, it means it's completely empty. It's yeah. I was oh. like, does that mean like it's just yeah, blanks or what yeah. whatever type of fake bullets that they have? No. no, cold gun means empty. 
that the chamber is completely empty. Yeah. Cause like if you have blanks in your gun, you still need to know that there's blanks. Yeah, no, blanks can still be dangerous. Exactly. Yeah. So right. So when someone says cold gun, they mean empty. Okay. Um, the director told detectives who had been investigating the shooting that they were rehearsing a scene, um, and then took a lunch break at an- another location. When they return back to the scene, the director Joel says he can't be sure if anyone checked the guns again. Because they had been, the guns, they were filming in like a tiny makeshift church yeah. and kind of like a ranch. Mm-hmm. And they said because of COVID-19 protocols, the guns were left out on a tray outside of the like makeshift church. Okay. So when they returned back for filming, he says he can't be sure if anyone checked the guns again. Okay. So they were, I say this to say that these guns were left unattended. You're right. Basically. Yeah. Um... And when the detectives asked the director if there was a possibility that a cast or crew member brought live ammunition to set, he said, as far as he knows, no one is checked on set on their actual persons for what they have on them, ammunition, whatever, that only the guns are checked. That sounds, that line of questioning and that, even that answer, I know it sounds really nefarious. I No, I agree. Like, like someone was maybe trying to put in real yeah ammunition yeah no i think that's exactly like, like what i think that's what they're asking yeah and i think his answer is just like very telling yeah. i don't think he's like oh no absolutely but the, the fact that like you can't be like absolutely no, no the fact that he's like so that. all i can say is that no one is checked and that only the guns are checked that means i'm saying to you there are you people- need to answer that question for yourself i can't yeah. answer that for you it's po- it's possible is what it sounds like. Yeah. That answer to me says, I don't think so, but it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, what? Um, he says, so only the chunk, uh, the guns are checked for live rounds, but he says there should never be live rounds whatsoever near or around the scene. But as I've read more and more that real guns and real bullets are actually pretty common on movie sets more than you think, which is crazy because they don't even smoke real cigarettes. Right. They don't even eat food on right. set or in the scenes. They never swallow. They never food. swallow. Never. But y'all are telling me the thing that has to be real and authentic are the guns. Mm-hmm. Don't make no sense. Not a bit of sense. It don't went from eight to six to four. Mm-hmm. No. Exactly. Um. And so when they return from lunch, Joel said that the light had changed. Mm -hmm. So they had to reposition the camera. And while that was happening, Alec was kind of going through like a rehearsal motion and explaining to Joel, the director, how he was going to pull the gun from his holster and where he was going to point it at. And that's when the gun discharged. Sorry, don't keep going. But I was going to say, so like he didn't pull the trigger. It just went off. Is that what? That's, That's what I'm. Yeah. When I'm reading the word discharge, yeah. that's what I'm getting. Yeah. Is that like, or or maybe like the trigger, again, we should say this, we are famously anti-guns. I know nothing about guns. Famously. So bear with me as I, like, I try and like. Water guns, the last gun I hold, held. Okay? <laughs> exactly. When I was baby. <laughs> My mom actually didn't, didn't even like us using water guns. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just. You know, the intention behind it. Yeah. But, um, what was I about to say? When, uh, Oh, right. So, and then reading about discharge, the way that they phrase it means that when the gun discharged, the person holding it had no fucking clue that it was about to happen. And that they're just as shocked as everyone else in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Because apparently what Alec was doing was showing the director how he was going to pull it from his holster. Yeah. And he did it twice. Like he did it and then he went to go do it again. And the second time when it came up, it discharged. Oh my God. So, but what I'm, what I mean to say about not knowing how guns work is that I don't know if it means that just because he's so inexperienced with guns, he didn't mm-hmm. realize that his thumb hit. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. Like something has to hit. Yeah. I'm assuming that guns just don't explode, but I could be wrong. I, I don't, I think but I feel like I could also see Alec Baldwin, especially if he thinks it's a cold, cold gun, yeah. not being as scrupulous about making sure his yeah, thumb doesn't 100%. touch it. So he's just pulling it, whipping it around like a dodo bird. Yeah. And then it discharges. Yeah. And when it, so he's explaining to how he's going to do it. And on the second time when he pulls the, holster he points it Mm -hmm. 
which you should never point a gun at anyone. Yeah. And it Light, discharges. Hot or cold. Exactly. And it hit Helena Hutchinson in her shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then that went, whatever projectile, because I haven't determined if it's a bullet or not, went through her shoulder and oh then also God. hit the director. She had to be evacuated by a helicopter. Wow. Yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. This, like, it's intense. It's so I mean, Alex sad. has killed somebody. Like, that. Yeah. Can't, like, sleep at night anymore. Oh, my God. No. I'm sorry. Like, for, I know, I don't know what you would do if you're Alec Baldwin, but for me, I would call up David Halls. You know, yeah. the man who screamed cold gun. Yeah. I mean, like, what does cold gun mean to you? But then, like, I also read, like, and, like, uh, again, like, hindsight's twenty twenty. It's easy to play Monday morning quarterback. Yeah. But, like, I read someone being, like, I bet you if the scene called for Alec to point the gun at his head and pull the trigger, he would have checked that gun. I wouldn't just assume it would. But, honestly, you never know. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like an actor is like, I'm not che- like, yeah. that's just not my job. Yeah. Like I, I'm signing up and I, these people are being paid to take care of me. Yeah. They don't want to want to see me hurt. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I know. I know. Cause that's actually a really good point. It's like, you would think that you would think like that's how, you know, someone yeah. take more care of themselves. But I just don't think you realize like how lazy people are on set. Yeah. And I don't like no one wants to do anything they don't have to do. Yeah. You hand me this gun. It's cold. Okay. I don't think he's thinking out oh, the there's a 50, 50 chance. I kill someone. Eh? what the heck? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think like, he's believing. I don't even being... like Alec Baldwin. I don't think it's like a I'm... fair thing to say about somebody. Yeah. Like, I don't think this is not his fault. No. And because a lot well, of- actually, let me stop you right there. Stop me. The only thing I was going to say, fault we can determine where it lies at a later date when there's been more investigation. When the ballistics come back. Mm-hmm, however, he is one of the producers on the film. Oh, I didn't know that. And why I would hesitate to say that he bears no responsibility is because... It's the production that hires the armor. Yeah. And the armor, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, uh-huh. is super, super inexperienced. I think she only did one film prior to that. Okay. And a lot of people, a lot of union people in Hollywood who are speaking out about this death are saying that this is what happens mm-hmm. because movies are cutting costs mm-hmm. and that they're shorting safety protocols. Yeah. They're not hiring people with the best experience because their rates are too high. Yeah. So they're going for green people mm-hmm. who are willing to put up with lower pay and also having a lower or like n- no team. Like yeah. an armor apparently usually has one or two people who assist them. Okay. They're, so they're working together. So she wasn't. She was the only person. Oh, wow. So she and so what I was reading about her on the previous film that she worked in, it was a Nicolas Cage production. And he apparently ripped her several assholes on set and told the director she needed to be fired because uh, a gun had discharged right by his ear. And she discharged it. And he was like and didn't warn her. Whoa. And she was just firing off guns. And apparently she was also known for being on set and wielding guns, like tucking them underneath her armpit where the point where the bullet comes out is like pointed backwards at people. And she's just like walking around with set with like guns under her armpits. What the Mm -hmm. what? And apparently her father's like a well-known weaponry person in Hollywood, which I think is just like another time. And people are saying like, that's why she's like getting these jobs because he's like a really well-known connected guy, but she has no experience and is really in over her head. And I would say so because someone Someone just just died died on the side of a movie that she was in charge of all the guns for. Okay. And also David Hall, the assistant director. Yeah. He has a huge reputation in Hollywood for being lax when it comes to safety protocol. Just in 2019, he was fired from the set of a movie called Freedom's Path after a crew member sustained a minor injury after a gun, a prop gun unexpectedly discharged. That I don't get. I feel like in some articles, yeah. they use prop gun and gun interchangeably. Yeah. And it's like, what makes it a prop if it can fire right like technically everything in a movie is a prop right right like a table's a table in a movie but it's also like this is a set prop 
You know yeah, I, mean? I think that's exactly how they're using yeah. it. They're using it in the sense of like, right, everything yeah. in a movie is a prop, yeah. but like that is a gun. Yeah, because a fake gun shouldn't be able to discharge. Like yeah. I'm saying, like yeah, why aren't we using guns that like don't they don't work? They don't work. It doesn't need to be hot or cold. It's always cold. Yeah, always like Arctic, Antarctic, <laughs> like freezing frostbite cold yeah yeah and so he so in 2019 the crew member he sustained just a minor injury but i'd say that's a pretty big deal um and then the same year halls was actually brought onto a movie uh to replace the assistant director who was fired and the assistant director who was fired from the film that he was brought onto, which was called the pale door mm-hmm. said that he was actually brought on because he's precisely who people call wow. when the first assist- assistant director is too stringent and being too vocal about safety protocols yeah. because they'll bring him in because they know he's cheap and he's lax and, and they'll let it done. him yeah. the, let him uh, them rush the film wow. and not do all. Cause apparently like, if there's going to be like a scene where there's like a bomb exploding, you have to have a safety meeting beforehand. Mm-hmm. You have to have mm-hmm. the shut set down, like all these things. Everyone's off mics, like yeah. all these things. Like a lot of this information com- came from an LA times article. So yeah. I would suggest going and reading that. Cause there was a, a thing where he basically like almost like killed someone on set when they were filming like a yeah. crash movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like all these things have to happen that take time and time is money. And so he is like, whatever. Let's sure. Yeah. Let's out. get in and get out. He's quick and he's cheap. Yeah. And that's what they're saying is kind of his reputation in Hollywood. That is like an insane reputation to have. Like, yeah, being quick and cheap is one thing <laughs> because you're cutting corners in safety where people could literally yeah. die. That's not, a good way to Do be you give quick a and cheap. About yeah. Anything? Like, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, sometimes I cross the street in the middle, you know, not at the crosswalk, but I wouldn't. Uh, <sighs> and this wasn't even the first accidental shooting on the set of the Alec Baldwin movie. What? A week prior to that, less than a week prior, a stunt double had a, again, the term used in the article was prop gun, uh-huh. discharged two rounds after he was told that the gun was cold on the set of the Alec Baldwin film. Wow. This happened so, so uh, now two weeks ago. Yeah. You're getting handed guns and you just don't know if it's hot or cold. Someone yeah. tells you it's hot, it could be cold, someone it, tells you it's cold, it could be hot. Yes. Yeah, you exactly. You're put, That's literally Russian roulette. Yeah. <laughs> They're playing that on a movie set. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but I think someone's criminally responsible. Oh, someone has to go down for this. Yeah. 100%. No, they are. The production, the director, like, no, someone is criminally responsible for this. Yeah. It's it's a life loss that could have been avoided. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't think, go to a movie set and think you could die that day. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I agree. And I just like think about the director like saying like, I don't know if when we return from lunch, if we check the guns and it's like, yeah, that's kind of crazy. It's crazy. And you guys didn't do it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Movies that lingo, but I'm assuming over the PA. Okay. We need to re gun check after lunch. Yeah. I mean, just like that. That sounded official. That sounded really official. You put your hand up to your mouth and it sounds like a walkie talkie. Okay. And we're out. <laughs> yep. Okay. And I, what I also think is like the, why this set just feels so icky and disc and like these people seem just like the most careless people yeah. that you'll come across. Yeah. Because the 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 movie productions uh, statement after her death was oh my god yeah this feels like a pause and we're like not sh- quite sure if we're going to resume filming yet and that like the spirit of the movie is still alive. This C movie. Literally get out of my head. You are reading my mind right now. I'm not even joking. Like, what are you talking about, dude? Yeah. Like they're still not, they're saying the statement as of like yesterday is that they're not sure if the movie is going to be postponed indefinitely. Okay. Well, let let me, let me tell you. Yeah. Let me alleviate any uncertainty for it's you. It's over. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. 
apparently they said the spirit that brought us all to this special place still remains. Okay. No spirit brought you to a shitty set in New Mexico for an Alec Baldwin Western that's going straight to VOD. Right. Let me tell you that right now. Right now. So you guys can just pack up all your stuff. If I was her family and I read that statement. Oh, you don't even want to know. Yeah. I'm sure they're filing. That's where my mind always goes. I know these people are grieving, but like Mm -hmm. lawsuit. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. She's very litigious, this one. Very litigious. Lawsuit, lawsuit, lawsuit. Yep. God. It's insane. It's yeah, crazy. It's, it's really yeah. Terrible. Just all because, People I mean. wanted to save money. And, like, just for example, you guys, the shooting time on this movie was 21 days. So, oh the, like, that's what I'm telling you. Like, a lot of yeah. people don't know that now in Hollywood, because of BOD, people are churning out movies. Yeah. And they're really there to get them in and out mm-hmm. like the idea of being on a movie set for three to four months right i don't even happen. know if that happens anymore or if it does it's for like p- movies that are trying to like win oscars yeah. like they'll actually take the time but yeah. i don't even know if it's that long anymore 21 days and so that's why when you hear things about production it's cutting co- longer workout programs <laughs> right exactly so that's why when you hear stories about production cutting costs yeah. for cheap armorers then you do think okay well then that is criminality because yeah. you're trying to save money and ma- yeah. not making sure that your workers have. And now a woman is dead. And yeah. Yeah. And like, and like th- this isn't something that is just now becoming an issue. Like right. there have been unions and actors trying to fight to remove all real guns from uh, movies just period. Yeah. Because you don't need them. Right. And there are lots of ways to film shooting scenes with yeah. fake guns that are absolutely fake and cannot kill somebody. Yeah. And there's a, we got a, a California senator who, who's on it. State senator. State, oh, state senator. State senator. Yeah. Um, still, who's, still sorry, who has plans to propose legislation to ban live ammunition and firearms that are capable of shooting live ammunition on a movie sets and theatrical productions. In California. Yeah, in California. Right. So just in California. Right. But. Right. Because you can only pass state law. Yep, state senator. Yeah. Yep, got that. <laughs> Listen, poli sci major, sorry. Yeah. I'm just here to help. Mm-hmm. Um, that's increasing. And then also, and this is, I will not go on a tangent, but it just like a thought that dawned in my head is like, this makes me want to explore, or someone who's like smarter than me with more time on their hands, explore the true partnership of Hollywood and the NRA. And now we say it because no, I mean, 100%. like you, I always knew that like Hollywood and the NRA were tied together because of, you know, the movies they make. Yeah. And they're obviously pushing a gun agenda. Yeah. But now I'm like, I don't no, know. I this is like, really you know, being crazy. Like, oh, so y'all have real guns yeah. on set and real bullets. Like y'all are into guns. I mean, I, just kind of what you were saying with that woman whose father is a, like a big time gun dealer. Yeah. Or, or no, Sorry. it's called a weaponeer. Okay, whatever that what? is. What? I don't he's even probably, know. I'm going to go ahead and make an assumption. That he's a nothing. gun dealer? No, no, that he's in the NRA. Oh. <laughs> so there you what, go. that he's a warlord? Yeah. <laughs> so there's your first connection. You just follow that lead wherever <laughs> it takes you. Okay. Him and Charleston Heston. Yeah. Go. go. But, yeah, very sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, this people, yeah, and lots to continue to unfold and like, yeah. people are discovering things and yeah it's sad um i have no cute way to end the show after that but i'll just say thank you for listening mm-hmm. um so this is another episode of we might be overthinking this but i'm your host alia and i'm your other host dara bye, bye.